We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back. Sports Radio 94. WIP Joe Gillio with you. Tucker Bagley's behind the glass. You guys with us. 215-592-9494. That's how you join the show on this Thursday night. Coming up one hour from now. Our buddy Bo Wolf of the Athletic will talk to us. Maybe try to talk me off the ledge a little bit here with this Jalen Hurts stuff. Not throwing a football today in practice. Again, pretty open about being in discomfort and trying to get better here. We talked the other night about uh, worry about Jalen Hurts' shoulder. Uh, the other night we talked about, are you worried? I mean, if you're not worried now, you're either Howard or you're lying to yourself. Because I think everyone's a, a, some level of worried, whether it's panic or worry. We'll talk about that. Bo Wolf coming up at 8. Steve Fezzik, pregame.com at 9. We'll go over the uh, wild card weekend games and his thoughts on the Eagles' path in the NFC. But let's start, because I mentioned path in the NFC. Let's start with this Eagles postseason and really what this means. And I I think there's a lot of ways to look at what the Eagles have accomplished this year. And I think we can say with with pretty strong conviction, they had an incredible regular season. I I don't want to lose sight of that because we are – worried about what the postseason will bring and and we're not sure where Jalen Hurts is and they haven't played their best football last month. All that's true. But this was an incredible postseason, uh, regular season at 14-3. and three. They dominated at times. Think of how many pro bowlers and pro bowl alternates they had. I mean, you, you, we will rank this up with the greatest Eagles teams regular season ever. I mean, that that's the truth. That's how good they were. They scored more points than any team in franchise history. They had 70 sacks. I mean, they were at times the best team in the NFL. That, that's, that is absolutely a fact. They were at times the best team in the NFL. But that was then, and this is now. And they have an opportunity in front of them that they can't let slip by. And I, I'm just going to use this phrase. I'm not the first one to use it in terms of talking about a football team, but I, I'll use it for this team. It's Super Bowl or bust now for the Eagles because of the opportunity they have and the reality of this group and the reality of the NFL. Opportunities like this do not come around very often. Years like this don't come around very often. And I don't want to hear in a week or two if something goes wrong. Well, they have a bright future. They may, and they probably do. But there is no guarantees in the NFL. Go back to 2017. I think we probably were saying during that season, well, they have a bright future. How bright was that future in 2017? It was pretty bright. Right, they got to the playoffs a couple more times in a row, 18, 19. They won one more playoff game. One more. That, the la- that group, 2017, so after that, 2018, press to present. One more playoff game. We often think windows are open in the NFL for a long time. They're not. It is, it, it's the biggest fallacy in the NFL, the window stays open for long. Like if you have Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, the window stays open for long. If you don't, the window closes quickly. 
That's the way the NFL works. And the Eagles right now have an enormous amount of things that have lined up for them. Like, if you're talking about, like, five, it's not just one or two things. Like, we've talked about the number one seed a lot the last couple weeks, how important that is. Well, that's just one of many things that have lined up for the Eagles, and they have to, it's almost like, it's almost like a pitcher throwing a meatball over the plate. You better not pop that pitch up. There's a meatball that's been thrown over the plate for the Eagles franchise, and so far, you know, they're, they're facing a pitcher who's throwing a lot of meatballs. Consider that the season. And they've taken advantage of it, but now it's time to hit this home run out of the park. They have to win the Super Bowl. It is Super Bowl or bust. 215-592-9494 to hop in here. So, here's what's gone on this season that none of us could have predicted all of it. I, I mean, some of us may have predicted some of it. But but here's what what's happened. They got a leap out of their quarterback that it was even bigger than I think most of us thought. I thought Jalen Hurts took a major leap. I said he'd be an MVP candidate. He was even better than I thought he'd be. And it happened at the time where he's still one of the cheapest quarterbacks in the NFL, allowing this roster around him. Look at the Eagles roster. It's not going to be the same next year. Think about all the imp- impact free agents they have coming up. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, James Bradbury, Javon Hargrave, Miles Sanders. I mean, it's player after Isaac Samuel, player after player that are important parts of this team are free agents. Jason Kelsey, I think we all realize, is probably about to retire. We went through this last year. He came back. It seemed like a one-year thing. So this team's going to be different. This group will never be the same. I believe this is the most talented team they'll ever be able to have around Jalen Hurts because they're going to pay this guy. You know, whether or not it's it's more than we think, less than we think, how his injuries kind of impact things. He's going to get a lot of money. I mean, guys that play at Jalen Hurts' level this year, they don't come cheap. He's going to be more expensive. The team around him naturally won't have as many veteran star players. That's the way the NFL works. They will never have a roster around Jalen Hurts quite as great as this one. Now, they might have other good teams, but not quite as great as this one. So the free agents, the team will change. Jalen Hurts' contract will change. Thus, the window they have to win within his prime is going to change. Nick Sirianni assembled a really good coaching staff. How long is this staff going to stay together? I mean, you may not want to admit that Jonathan Gannon is good. He is. You may want to be frustrated with Nick, uh, Shane Steichen because he doesn't run the ball enough. He's good. Other teams want these guys. There is a chance they lose both Steichen and Gannon. There's a chance they lose one of Gannon or Steichen. This group's not going to be together very much longer. So they have this really good coaching staff that the rest of the league wants to poach, and we've seen that. Coaches lose their assistants. What happens? We don't have to go back far. Doug Peterson lost Frank Reich, and he never could kind of fill that spot moving forward, and the offense never found that that rhythm again that it had at the end of the 2017 season. And then let's just go to next year, the schedule. You know, I, I know we've gone back and forth this year arguing, like, are they a product of a soft schedule? Are they not? Here is something that we talked about in March, April, May, and we've gone through their whole season. The Eagles were projected, along with the rest of the NFC, to have the easiest schedule in the NFL. Remember that whole thing when all those numbers came out? Easiest schedules this year. NFC East had the easiest schedules. Do you think it's a coincidence three NFC East teams made the playoffs off those easy schedules? I don't. They took advantage of a schedule that really wasn't that difficult. I mean, I don't think it was cupcakes the whole way, but, I mean, look at the teams they played. Look at the quarterbacks they played. It will not be the same next year. Next year, they have a first-place schedule. Next year, on the schedule, the 49ers, the Chiefs, and the Bills. I mean, I'm not, I hope I'm not breaking news on this one. The Eagles are probably not going 14-3 and next year. I mean, like they're not going to go 14-3 and again next season with that schedule. It is almost impossible to fathom them winning this many games again and thus getting a number one seed. And then let's just think about the NFC. 
This reminds me so much of 2017. In 2017, remember Aaron Rodgers got his collarbone broken and he was out for the season? Remember the Cowboys who were really good the year before? They lost Zeke Elliott to a six-game suspension and Tyron Smith got hurt and they weren't the same. They only went 9-7. and seven. The NFC, the Seas parted in 2017 for the Eagles. And the Seas parted again this year in the NFC for the Eagles. Are the Packers going to be as down next year? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not, though. Right? Are the teams like that that were as good as they were the last couple of years, are they going to be as down in the NFC? They might not. They could certainly bounce back next season. So a lot happened in the NFC this year that opened the door to the Eagles being the number one seed. And they took advantage of it. Is it going to be as easy as, you know, kind of lack of resistance in the NFC to be the one seed as it was this year? I don't think so. So it all lines up where they could take advantage of it. And then let's just, let's go over this for a second. Think about the quarterbacks that stand in the Eagles' way right now to win the NFC. Last year, it was Aaron Rodgers at an MVP level. It was Matthew Stafford playing the best ball of his career. It was Kyler Murray healthy before everyone realized he's kind of a loser. It was Tom Brady still at a high level, right? There was a lot in the NFC quarterback-wise last year. This year, let's go through them. Beyond Geo and Hurts, what do we have? We have Brock Purdy. A seventh-round pick who's made five starts. That's the team that people think are going to beat the Eagles. That's the number one. That's the biggest impediment to the Super Bowl. Brock Purdy, are you serious? Kirk Cousins, who I think when you take him outside of a 1 o'clock start is a well under 500 quarterback. He's a Sunday at 1 during the regular season quarterback, and I like Kirk, but even I could say that. Okay, It's Tom Brady who's kind of a shell of the player was even a year ago. It's Dak Prescott with 15 interceptions in 12 games. It is Geno Smith and Daniel Jones as the last two spots in the postseason. If I had told you before the year, the Eagles are the number one seed, and here's what they have to go through. Daniel Jones, Geno Smith, Brock Purdy, Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott. You would say, excuse me? Sign me up. We're going to Glendale. 215-592-9494. I know Jalen Hurts is young. I know A.J. Brown is young, and he's going to be here for a while. I know Devontae Smith is young and just had a great season. And I trust Howie Roseman. So I don't think this thing falls off a cliff. But when you think about all the things that have gone their way this year, it is Super Bowl or bust. I don't think they'll ever have an opportunity like this again to, to be the number one seed with this, you know, with a group this good and have this group of quarterbacks. Like think about the AFC quarterbacks on that side, how difficult it is to get to that side of the bracket. And then think about the NFC. It reminds me of 2017. That team took advantage. They struck while the iron was hot. And guess what? The window closed on them really fast. I hope it doesn't close on this team, but it could. 215-592-949. If you always think there's more time, in the NFL there usually isn't. Look at that Seahawks team with Russell Wilson. They won in what, 2012, 2013 they won? And that was it. They never won again. They got back the next year and they lost. But they never won again. And that group was supposed to be a dynasty. There's, you can take nothing for granted in the NFL. Agree or disagree, it's Super Bowl or bust for this group because they're never going to have an opportunity like this again. You know, I I know there's some worry right now in Jalen's shoulder, but we had worry in 2017. I mean, heck, at this exact moment of the 2017 playoffs, we were debating on this radio station if Nick Foles could win a game. One! Nobody really thought with a straight face that the Eagles, as underdogs, entering a game against the Falcons, were going to go on to beat Brady three, four weeks later. Nobody thought that. So we've done this before. We've had a number one seed with some doubt. And that team, five years ago, took advantage of their opportunity. They won it. They brought a parade here. 
and it never happened again for that group. So I, I don't, I just can't subscribe to, well, their window's wide open, they're young, they got a long runway here, it'll happen eventually. I don't know that. You don't know that. This is their best shot. 215-592-9494. Super Bowl or bust for this Eagles team. Agree or disagree? Do you, do you feel that way? Because that, that's the way I feel. I mean, they don't have they don't have a coach or a quarterback that we are sure can do this for 10 or 15 years. Right? If you the Patriots back in their day, it was like, well, they got knocked out of the playoffs one year, they're back the next year. I I don't necessarily know that's this Eagles team. Tucker, what do you think on this? Super Bowl or bust? I mean, I do think the Eagles should be the favorite in the NFC, right? Mm-hmm. There, there's little evidence to prove that there's any team in the N- NFC. If the Eagles are playing up to what they're capable of, that that can beat them at home at Lincoln Financial Field. But if they don't make the Super Bowl, if they don't win the Super Bowl, I'm not necessarily concerned. I, I wouldn't leave with a, a bitter taste in my mouth and think that's it, blow it up, because you still have Nick Sirianni, who's a young coach, I think, figuring it out. You still have Jalen Hurts, who's a 24-year-old starting quarterback who even if you do have concerns about his durability moving forward still at least have four or five six years left of him in his prime Mm -hmm. before maybe it starts to go downhill and the injuries add up I look at this team and you're right like there's a lot of talent that's going to be leaving I think over half of their defensive snaps are going to be gone via free agency in the offseason you look offensively you might not have Jason Kelsey next season which will be a huge blow to this team but the same way we can talk about how the NFC could get better, it also could get worse, right? I mean, look at some of the teams that the Eagles were supposed to play this year that we thought were going to be good, right? Tennessee, Green Bay. The Eagles were thought to have a loaded schedule this season, and it turns out a lot of those teams fell off. I mean, who's to say when they go and play the Dolphins next year, they aren't 5-10 and 10 because the Dolphins absolutely stink, and they fired Mike McDaniel and brought in Sean Payton. Who's to say, you know, Patrick Mahomes isn't hurt and the Chiefs fell off a cliff or the Rams are, are still terrible? I think right now the way the Eagles are, I just look at their future and I look at the combination of Hurts and Sirianni, I think they're set up for success for a long time. And if they don't win this year, obviously it'll be disappointing because of you know just how close they are right now. But I wouldn't be concerned. I wouldn't blow the th- everything up because I think where they're positioned for 2023 and beyond is better than really any other NFC team. Well, that's a, you know I hope you're right on that. I hope you're right. But I've seen too many windows, including that Seahawks team, the Eagles back in the day. I've, I've seen windows close fast. We think they're open. They're often not as wide open. They open quickly. And I said this a year ago. I thought their window was opening to win a Super Bowl. But they also close quickly. You don't, you don't really don't. It's like it happens both ways pretty fast. 215-592-9494. It's how you hop aboard. Super Bowl or bust is how I'm heading into this postseason. The Eagles have to take advantage of this and – this year will not – as many good things that happen, if they don't win the Super Bowl or at least get to the Super Bowl, I will walk away saying it's a missed opportunity for this franchise. Agree or disagree? Steve is up on WIP. Hey, Steve. Yo. What's up, Steve? What's going on, man? How are you? Good, Steve. What are you thinking tonight? I'm thinking bus, Super Bowl bus. I agree. I don't think, you know, the way the team constructed that. They can do this thing. I don't think they're going to get 70 sacks again. I don't think that secondary is going to uh, get all those takeaways, be plus and minuses as they did this year. Uh, I don't think the defense is that great to win now, to be honest. you got teams like the 49ers that's killing it with their third-string quarterback. I don't think the Eagles are going to win, man. They, they don't look great. In 17, we looked decent. We looked like we was 
ready to win the Super Bowl. Well, no, but not, like not, a, not at the end of the season, Steve. I think we forget how much worry there was in the city entering the playoffs. The Eagles did not look ready to nah, go win the Super Bowl. we called him St. Nick. You don't remember? He was St. Nick. But, he, but, but, but Steve, that St. Nick stuff, half this town didn't think he was going to play well in the playoffs. Like, I think we forget how, how much worry there was about him entering the postseason. There was a lot. I mean, I mean, right, man. Yeah, I mean look, we, I think it's hard to remember now. And Steve, man, I appreciate it. Um, and I, I just – I love when we talk about the 49ers and their defense as if their schedule wasn't lighter than the Eagles and the Eagles didn't play just as well as them. Yards per play, Eagles were actually better than the 49ers this year. I mean, I, I the 49ers defense stuff just kind of – I roll my eyes. Like as if the Eagles defense didn't do d- didn't do similar things this year. Um, I, Tucker, I think people forget the re, the, what the – story and the conversation was about Nick Foles before the Atlanta game. There are legitimate questions as to whether or not they would start Nate Sudfeld. Yeah. I mean, D- Doug Peterson was literally asked at a press conference, if Nick Foles struggles, would you consider going to Nate Sudfeld? And to his credit, he said no. And he you know, expressed confidence in Nick Foles, which I'm sure helped him. But that wasn't like a laughed at question. No, I mean, Foles, I think, threw three touchdowns and they're winning against the Giants. I think they had one offensive touchdown against the, the Raiders on Christmas night. Right. And then they got shut out against Dallas. And obviously, I think he only played the first quarter of the or the first half of that game. But even going through the, the Atlanta game, they only put up, what, 15 points, 16 points? Mm-hmm. They, I think they had one touchdown drive in the second quarter, and that was it. The rest were, were, were field goals by Jake Elliott. I think we tend to think of Nick Foles as the guy who played against Minnesota and the Patriots, and then even the next year when he beat the Rams and Houston, I think on Christmas Eve or the day before Christmas Eve that year. That was St. Nick. Like, that was the guy that we remember and we talk about. But there were some questionable performances in between those. Oh, a lot. And and there was not full confidence in that team heading into the postseason. I, rem- I remember it well. And, and they kind of built us up. And we got more and more confidence as the postseason went along. 215-592-9494. When you have an opportunity in the NFL like the Eagles have, it's it's one that at least personally, I, I think we'll, I'll have a bitter taste in my mouth when this season ends if they don't at least get to the Super Bowl because I don't know if it'll ever be as as lined up as it is right now. I, I just, I don't know. I mean, like, seriously, the big when I'm looking at predictions around, you know, Sports Illustrated, ESPN, whatever, the, the team that I see most common, if, if it's not the Eagles, is the are the Niners. Like, Brock Purdy is going to go for Mr. Irrelevant. Do you know how many rookie quarterbacks have made the Super Bowl? It'd be zero. And Mr. Irrelevant's going to do it? I know. I mean, like, that's – but that's the path. And and five years ago, the Eagles had a similar path. The number two seed five years ago was Case Keenum, a journeyman. And and he didn't come here and win. The Eagles took advantage of an incredible opportunity and kind of a – the stars aligned is, is the best way I could think of 2017. Now, they they had adversity, right? They lost their quarterback and their left tackle and their middle linebacker. They, they wasn't perfect, but they took advantage of the stars aligning. This team – the stars have aligned. They're the number one seed. Brock Purdy and Kirk Cousins are the two and three seed. They took advantage of a week's schedule. Next year, it's a way tougher schedule. They have the sweet spot of a rookie quarterback who's the 52nd highest paid quarterback in the league, and they built a super team around him, and he took a jump. This will never be like this again in Jalen Hurts' career. I'm looking at it and saying it's Super Bowl or bust. They have to win it this year. Because they won't have an opportunity like this again. 215 592 9494. We'll come back. Your phone calls. Ray Didinger, who we're all happy to have back given his takes during a playoff run. His thoughts on this. Hear what Ray had to say uh, about the Eagles taking advantage of this 
and and would he consider it in a way a Super Bowl or bust to make this season truly truly as special as it's been so far? Two one five five nine two nine four nine four. Get you board on Sports Radio ninety four WIP. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest five G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.